Welcome to another episode of the JB Podcast. I'm your host, Jalen Boyd. And let's get straight into this, man. So in my last episode, I did a preview style. I did a preview of the, the Golden State Warriors versus the LA Lakers. And, this, and in this episode, I will be doing this, uh, the same thing. But instead of just going right into the today tonight's matchup, I kind of want to do a recap of Wednesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays night playing games. So on Wednesday, Memphis beat the Spurs 106, 100-96. Um, the top performer in that game was... Uh, the top performer in that game was uh, was Jonas Valanciunas, who led the Memphis to a who led Memphis to a W, notching a double double, finishing with 23 points and 23 rebounds. Also, they did have four players in double figures. The Spurs will have five players in double figures, but only shooting 35% from the field wasn't enough to get past the Grizzlies. So the Grizzlies will play the lower the loser of the Lakers versus Warriors, which we will touch on right now. So as I predicted in my last episode, if you haven't already listened to that, go back. And then listen to this one. So as I predicted in the last episode, the Lakers would beat the Warriors 100 to 103. By LeBron hitting a go-ahead three with a minute left in the fourth. As far as game planning goes, defensively, the Lakers executed perfectly, in my opinion. Steph finished with 37, but he only took 23 shots, and that is because the Lakers defense forced him to give the ball up. They doubled him a lot. They threw multiple defenders at him, and they and they were even able to. Uh, for some turnovers so the Warriors credit though they were able to disrupt the Lakers offensively in the first half LeBron AD and Dennis were were in single digits and surprisingly Alex Caruso was the x-factor and he was the leading scorer going into the second half so the, the Warriors defended them pretty well only allowing them to score 42 points and going into the second half they had a 13 point lead 55 to 42 um, the biggest adjust- adjustment the Lakers made that I saw offense- offensively was going small, putting 80 at the 5. This created more spacing, which made it harder for the Warriors to double. Um, the offense got the flowing, but what won in this game was their defense. It's like in that second half, they turned that notch up, and they were able to turn the Warriors over in the third and fourth quarter, and they capitalized on their mistakes. Um, the Lakers now, after winning the game, are now the seventh seed, and they will face against the Phoenix Suns on May 23rd, which is this Sunday. The Warriors now play Memphis tonight at 8 p.m. Central, but we will get into that later on. Let's touch on the Wizards versus the Indiana Pacers. So after losing to the Celtics on opening night of the play-in tournament, the Washington Wizards were able to make adjustments and dominate the Indiana Pacers, winning by a score of 142 to 115 to clinch that eighth spot in the Eastern Conference. Um, the duo of Russ and Bill were able to combine for 43 points, but what won them this game was their defense and big contributions from the role players. Ford, Rui Hachimaro dropped 18 points, shooting 6 from 8 from the field. Guard Raw Nato scored 14 points, shooting 5 from 8. And big man Daniel Gaffer was notched a triple-double by scoring 15 points and grabbing 13 rebounds while also swatting away 5 shots. The Wizards captured the eighth seed and they will play the Sixers May 22nd as well, which is Sunday. Now for tonight's matchup. We have the Warriors versus the Grizzlies. This team met a week prior to the playing tournament and the Warriors were able to come out on top and get the W, um, 113-101. In that game, Steph dropped 46 points and in order for them to win this game, I believe he'll have to have that same performance tonight. So here are just some things that I, I think both teams should emphasize on if they want to be successful in tonight's matchup. So keys for the Warriors. Offensively get Steph going early. In the last game versus the Lakers, they were able to limit Steph 
his, the shots he could take because they were sending so many doubles and triple teams at him that they forced him to give the ball up. But in this in this game against the Grizzlies, they aren't going against the number one defense in the league. So I think it would be a lot easier for Steph to get going. And again, like I emphasized last game, Wiggins has to step up. He had 21 last game and he also had 21 in their previous encounter. But in the second half against the Lakers, I don't believe he was as aggressive as he should have been throughout the whole game. So against Memphis, again, they aren't the top defensive team in the league. So against Memphis, you have to be in attack mode on in all four quarters. And also the benches needs to be solid like they were against LA. Jordan Poole, Scano Anderson, they both came in, knocked some shots down, played defense. So they, so as long as they do what they do best, which is screen, defend, move out the ball and knock down open shots, the Warriors should be in a good position tonight. Let's move on to defense. Defensively, the Warriors have to guard Valanchunas like they did AD. Valanchunas, like I stated previously on Wednesday, had a had a big game against the Spurs, 23 points, 23 rebounds. So I think that they're going to have to do, they're going to have to guard him how they did AD, which was doubling the low and mid post. Memphis isn't a great three-point shooting team, so instead of allowing Valanchunas just to do what he wants in the paint, I think you can live with the Grizzlies trying to beat you from the outside. So sending doubles, throwing different looks at him as well will help. And they also did a good job of not allowing Ja to get into the paint last time they played. So also making that a priority for tonight's game is a, is a big thing. Lastly, throw a zone at them as well. This works. This slowed the Lakers down a bit. But since you have a player like LeBron, who is one of the greatest passes of all time, they were kind of able to, you know, kind of weave in and out of that. But this would be more effective against Memphis because, like I stated, they aren't the greatest shooting team and their only facilitator is Ja. So anybody else that has the ball isn't as great as playmaking. So I think that the zone will definitely help. So let's move on to the keys for the Grizzlies. Offensively, be ready to make shots. Like I stated, I think that the Warriors will double Valanciunas early. So in order for them to stay in the game, you will have to match the Warriors when it comes to threes made. Steph is going to make, on average, at worst, five to six threes. So, and if he's going, he could get eight to nine. So I think as a team, Memphis is going to have to be ready to make shots in order to stay in this game. I also would like to see J Jaron Jackson Jr. post up more. He's 6'11", long arms. I get he is a pick and pop big, but you have to be able to do both, especially against the smaller Warriors team. To go back to the Lakers versus Warriors game, AD settled against the Warriors in the first half. But once he made his mind up to get into the paint, he was, he was able to score easily. And also Draymond did guard him pretty well, and the, and the Warriors had great help side and things like that. So I think Jackson should take the same approach as AD did in the second half, which is to get into the paint early and then kind of, you know, st st start stretching a lot, stretching it out a bit. Brooks is going to do what he does, which is hunt shots. Dylan Brooks, I mean, he's going to do what he does, which is hunt shots offensively. He's always on attack mode. But what I would like to see is Ja do the same as well. Ja does a great job of setting people up and facilitating the running of the offense, but I think he needs to be more selfish in late game situations. And just in just previous, not in previous games, but overall throughout the season, I've seen him, you know, pass up <clears throat> open looks. But um, in this game, you can't do that. This is when to go home. This is this game solidifies who's going to be the eighth seed in the West. And in order to not go home, Ja, you're going to have to 
you guys are gonna have to go off, bro. We need to see that Murray State job come out tonight. And lastly, Memphis's bench has to outscore the bench for them for them to be successful as well. Jordan Poole is very aggressive off the bench, so Memphis like has you know Tyus Jones and other guards as well who are gonna have to come out and, and match his aggressiveness offensively. Um, defensively, you basically have to mimic what the Lakers did. The Lakers did a great job of getting the ball out of Steph's hand and making other and making others score the ball. Last game they did not, they didn't do that, which is why Steph was able to to, to light them up for 46. Every guard that plays tonight is going to have to also help defensively guard Steph. As good as Dylan Brooks is on defense, he tends to foul a lot. So in order to give them, in order to give him a break defensively, you're going to have to throw different people at him. Memphis doesn't have the same personnel as the Lakers, but they are young and athletic, so I think they'll be they'll do a solid job if they are able to execute their defensive game plan correctly. I think Memphis has a good chance of winning tonight, but I would give the edge to the Warriors because it's a home game for one, and I think Steph's impact on and off the ball will just be too much for Memphis to handle. Steph is just incredible, man. I'm not even particularly a Steph fan, but you can't do anything but respect his game. He was able to drop 37 points against the number one defensive team in the league and was still able to get his get his shots off. So I think that even though Memphis has the capability to defend when they want to, I just think Steph would be entirely too much. Yeah, he just be, he'd just be entirely too much. I mean, I think outside of the Lakers, I don't think anybody else can do that good of a job as they did against Steph. When you have players like Alex Caruso, Caldwell Pope, Dennis Schroeder, who you, those guys you just throw on Steph, I don't think Memphis has those type of players. Like I mentioned, they are young and athletic, but that young part is, is going to play a big factor because Steph is able to manipulate the defense and get and get calls that he wants he's able to you know shoot whenever he wants so i think that you have to build an entire defensive scheme in order to limit him and that's what the the lakers did and he was still able to get 37 points now if he was able to get 37 against the number one team and their whole scouting report was basically on him imagine what he can do when he gets hot against a team like the memphis grizzlies 40 to 50 points 40 to 50 points is the range I think he can get to tonight and he's going to have to do it if he if the Memphis is able to limit him from 35 below then they will have then I think they could possibly win but I don't I just don't see them having enough to stop Steph man this will be a great game tonight I will definitely be tuned in I hope you all will be tuned in as well and like I said I'm going to be doing these pretty regularly and this weekend, the playoffs start for real. This is not the play-in tournament anymore. These are actual playoff games, actual series. So now it'll be very interesting to see how these teams match up against each other. My favorite out of the East will be obviously Brooklyn. They're just an offensive juggernaut and they have way too much offense for anybody to stop in seven games. I think it's a toss-up when it comes to the West because you do have teams like Utah, Denver, Portland, and the Lakers, but again, my Lakers bias and my LeBron bias are coming out. I just feel that the Lakers, once they get, you know, they starting to get back healthier, once they 
you know, get more rest, I think they'll be able to knock these teams out. And so my prediction is Brooklyn versus the Lakers. But we shall see because Milwaukee is looking pretty good and Miami is always solid as well. So we'll see, man. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Like I said, I'm only going to keep these from 15 to 20 minutes at most. I want to keep you guys informed, but also I don't want to talk your ear off. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm starting to really, you know, like this concept. It shows more of my basketball knowledge and what I think. And so I hope you guys will tune into the game tonight. I'm your host, JB, and I'm out.